Welcome back, people, to the most futuristic show on the planet, hosted by Mason Greenwood and Phil Fodin. <laughs> back, back. What uh, uh, where was that? Was that Sweden or something? I don't want. I don't. But yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, a quick well, look back at last week's action. We saw first first of all we saw I don't know talking about Chelsea. We saw Chelsea win the battle between East and West London and stamp their 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 purpose and position to go for this cha- next Champions League. So we saw that possible, but yeah, yes, I slept off more than three times in the course of 90 minutes. It was terrible, but yeah, they got the job done. <laughs> that's, I think, that's about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, what else? I mean, we can't, we can't, can can yeah, I was going to say, we can't look back. And ignore the wood chucker, Chris Wood. Woodsy masterclass. Yep, definitely. That's definitely what it's called. Uh, Patrick and assist was just like crazy. No one has seen it come. Uh, I mean, that's if to be fair, there are people that had him in their plans and they looked at the fixtures and stuff. But yeah, uh, the thing why I will not stay too long talking about Chris Wood and all that stuff is because. Even a dead clock is like, you know, and I don't know, no disrespect to Chris Wood, but like it's, you know, if it's it's right twice twice in a day, so eventually you come. But the whole game is consistency, yeah, and Burnley, I've never really looked at their forwards, but maybe Chris Wood might be someone you look at. But yeah, mostly Wood's masterclass, props to him and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, I'm not going to stay out too long. I said, you know, this is something we missed out on. I don't think it was a miss. It was just one of those things. Mm, yeah, one of those freaky weeks, weekends. Yeah, because yeah, Ruiz scores one goal every other game, which is not bad, but yeah, but he doesn't haul, you know, yeah. Yeah, and senior man moves again. <laughs> Left out playing like they really want to go to the Champions League this time and it is all because sadly it's all because of Harvey Banzi's injury <laughs> if not yep. if not they would have been struggling seriously yep. by now 6-7 I have to say it's, it has to, it has to be yes, said yeah, because it has a, this man has been on the bench for almost three years now at Leicester there's people that are saying oh man no good that he came to came to Leicester, he was suffering in the city. I'm like, nah, man, man has been suffering even at Leicester. So this season was when he got the run of games because he was he was more of a replacement, uh, backup to Jamie Vardy 
And yes. now, like you said, Barnes' injury has made it seem like they can actually play together and Vardy enjoys playing together because Vardy's one scoffing chances that Ayana is creating at this point. You won't exactly. have thought that like five weeks ago. And yeah, I think I said that if they are going to make um, the this thing champions, they have to win four of their next... They have to win their, get like 10 points from their next four games. Like they have won two of those games. That's six. Yeah. They're looking pretty, and I don't think if the, long as the the senior man is still showering in that his gel, then they're good. That's yeah, they're very very good. Uh so I mean the other thing we'll look back at will be like you know our biggest Ws and our biggest Ls, and sticking with Leicester, that's where my biggest W is from. And no, it's not Kelechi in actual the senior man. It's none other than my man. The Belgian bully, Timofey Castagne. Man saved my game week. Mm. My game week was in, yes. was in disarray. As in nothing was going on. Man came, scored the goal, got one bonus, which was I felt like was harsh. I was supposed to get like at least two or three. Because they just gave... gave yeah. mm. he, he was up there doing things. And, you know, I don't know, the bonus pointing system was just something else. But yeah. Yeah, very very good finish from late, perfectly laid off from for Inacho. So Inacho was was is an honorable shout out definitely. But Castani for me, that, because yeah. of, because of the differential aspect of it, it rose my rank and it saved me from like very bad red arrows. So yeah, Timothy Castani is my biggest W. No, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and say it for everybody else that knows the true W. Is none other than senior man <laughs> Okukelechi himself. He should have, he could have, and should have gotten more points on the board. But I feel like Vardy hindered a, a lot from from him. Perez as cracking well. on and getting getting. I I remember a chance that he created for Vardy and was supposed to be a clean assist, very very easy chance. But I don't know, Vardy's. Mindset is is a bit shaky right now. I don't think he has all the confidence that Jamie Vardy would have at this point in the season. So yeah, and a, a few other shouts here and there where Uncle Kelechi himself was supposed to. That's Kelechi here, natural for those who don't know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah, would have gotten more points on the board. So yeah, like, very very easy shout for me. Yeah, the thing I would say about it because I'm usually because I usually go like selfish. I go on my own team with the biggest W's and L's. Yeah, yeah. and the thing yeah. where with my where I'm ranked right now, there's this thing they call effective ownership. And Kelechi and Acho scoring those goals and me not having him as captain yeah. was actually yeah was actually affecting my rank in a negative way. So yeah. if I had him as my captain, happy days and all. But that's why I can't. I, it just for me it didn't. I mean, I got the points, but. And they registered in my team, but like around where I was, he had over hundred percent effective ownership, and that wasn't good for me. The points he was scoring, <laughs> but yeah, so that's mm. why I I didn't go. I went for the person that helped my rank, and that was Castanier. But yeah, I get I totally get get the shouts. Um, speaking of negative ranks, my biggest W, my biggest L, Bert Leno. Oh my God. Oh, we didn't, yeah. we, just, we didn't yeah. have an episode last week because of the congestion of the games and wanted to digest yeah. everything. Before. So, but Beleno last week was benched 
Arteta benched him, so he got me zero, and my substitute keeper also was benched zero. So, like, you know, if I was, we're going to record our, say, Berlino, then I'm like, okay, Berlino is going to get me his clean sheet. And the clean sheet was nailed on. Everything had nothing to do. Richarlison passed the ball to him. Richarlison passed the ball to him, and oh my God, he just he, he basically rolled it into the net for him. So, on goal, yeah. my clean sheet, took away his own took points that he has already accrued for me, and was zero points, so yeah, there's no I can't look anywhere else for my biggest uh uh Bert Leno uh definitely okay. took away six points yeah, from me. This kind of own goals are terrible when oh it's already set for you to get the clean yeah. sheet. Yeah. Hopefully get some bonuses in there as well, <laughs> get some yep. extra things. Then him by himself goes ahead to score the own goal that takes away the clean sheet. And minus is the points that is already building. Yeah. So yeah, obviously. Minus the points. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, but I went another route for my biggest. I kind of know who's going to be, but yeah, because he was someone in my. <laughs> Definitely, he was. Yes. He was in my. I was like, I was looking. I was looking at him. I was like, okay, it's him. But then I was like, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't skip Len after what he you did. Can't overlook. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Diego Jota for me, uh, biggest uh, biggest L. He, I don't know, Liverpool as a team played very well in the first half, but no, I won't say played very well. They played, they created chances that they did not. Jesus, take. don't get me started. Uh, chances upon chances <laughs> upon chances. If they take two or three of those chances, that game is over in the first half. But what do they do? They miss and they miss and they miss and they miss until at the end of the day. Diego Jota is taking off before the 60th minute. He for me, yeah. In the second and in the second half, he wasn't playing too well, so I don't blame Klopp for taking him off. For no, no, me, no. yeah. For me, Diego Jota, biggest L of the week, and still going to talk about him very soon again in other <laughs> segments. But I'll allow it for now. Diego Jota okay. for me, nah, terrible. Well, I mean. Well, Joe Rota was someone that had a high expectation and, you know, returned low. So, exactly. we're going to dive into differentials, low expectation and possibility of returning high right now. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and my first one for me, this uh, has to be Ilya Melier for Leeds. Um, man is a save machine. Before yeah. you even start with that, he saved Magnet. He gets bonus points when... And you know how... Uh, I mean, obviously, Leeds have kind of changed their dynamic a little bit, but he still gets yeah. face shots and up. And he, but he, he does his fair bit. He's under 8% ownership currently. Cost 4.7 million time of recording. His fixtures are one of the best going into the end of the stretch, last stretch, end of the season. And like I said, Leeds changed their dynamic and they look better defensively. They came out of playing Chelsea, Man City, Manu, and someone else with, I guess, clean sheets and clean sheets and clean sheets. And I guess six points from four difficult games, which was three draws and one win. So uh, definitely Leeds are one. And I think think they'll finish up with Arsenal. That's just a side note. But Leeds are one team. I'm looking to heavily invest into going to the end of the season. And um, Ilya Melli is a differential for me that I think I will be looking at and I think you should look at as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with what you just said about Ilya Melli of Leeds. 
But yeah, I'm going with Timothy Castagne. <laughs> yeah, still under ten percent owned. Looking very sharp, both defensively and um, attacking wise. Still has good fixtures to come, as Leicester do. Still is more likely. It's yeah, still is likely to get a possible double game week. Clean sheets, attacking returns, as you've seen already. See, I striking the ball in front, and we know that okay, this guy can assist, he can score, he can keep clean sheets. Bad bonuses is a no brainer at this point for me. Timothy Castagne would be my first uncut gem because it's still mathematically an uncut gem under the ten percent mark. Yeah, so yeah, Castagne. Okay. Uh, my next, uh, my next uh, differential is he has been the best FPL player in the last four game weeks. I believe he's under five yes. percent. He costs five point five million. But he plays for West Brom. His name is Matthias Pereira. But uh, mm. but he has been the best. He has been one of the best. Uh, I think he has averaged ten points a game or more in the last four game weeks. He's one of the highest players of twenty twenty one in FPL. He's on penalties. He has averaged ten points in the last four game weeks. Uh, he's on penalties. West Brom, they are kind of down, but they're not. Big Sam's not going to let them just rest on their laurels and just take take a beating no. from anyone. But they are going to fight. Never doing that. Yeah, so if you're looking for a midfield spot, someone is under five percent. Pereira is excellent, and I think his form is just going to continue. And I don't know how if we all missed it, but uh, best player in the last four game weeks, five point five. West Brom's fixtures are not easier, but if you have that fit spot in your midfield, you're trying to feel. Maybe a Dio, Diogo Jota hole there or something. But yeah, someone I'll look at and say that's my second uncle, Jim Matthias Pereira. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a, someone from the Wolf Pack for my second uncle, Jim. <laughs> a, okay. A Nuri. I know that they just suffered a serious defeat in the hands of Burnley and Woodsy. But. I feel like he is a very cheap option if you're trying to watch out for your budget. Still has fair fixtures now that if the good fixtures are gone. Still has a few here and there before the end of the season. Yeah, they and I notice that he's also Yeah, I notice he's also on corners from the right side. For a defender, that's oh, a very that's good. good. Yeah, that's a good uh, position to be in. Even even though Wolves were a bit shaky against um, Burnley defensively, I feel like even attacking-wise, their set-pieces are not bad. And since he is on corners, he can provide one or two assist potentials and clean sheet potential as well. So, eight Nuri for me, second... Um, Uncle Jem from the Wolf Pack. Yes, that's my guy. Yeah, it's someone I, I thought about, but I mean, I was looking for assured players, and but now with the way they are playing, they have five at the back. I think he's assured, and he left him. But I didn't yes, know about that. another thing. That's... Yes, he's actually nailed on. 
these days. Yeah, now he is. Yeah, uh, I didn't know about the set pieces, but that's really good. And you know, he's left wing back, so he definitely has attacking potential. And all those corners yeah. gives him a chance for earning bonus and stuff. But yeah, yes. that's 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 really good. I didn't just think Nuri mark him. I think he might. I might just skip on him because I already have Cody, and I think like yeah. him. Yeah, this is, for, this is obviously for people that are trying to pick up gems. And yeah. People that are, uh, don't have Cody already or people that don't have any Wolves, yeah. Wolves cover and, in their defense. And it makes sense in that way because you're looking at everyone that owns Cody and they have, maybe they have gotten points and you're behind. You don't want to just join them yeah. Cody and just pick up the same. You want to find something mm. different. Yes. Nuri is probably can provide you that little differential, and it's like five game weeks to go, so you can't can't say that enough. Uh, so, yep. uh, <laughs> uh, for my transfers in people, I'm looking at yeah, not transferring in because uh, I'm leaving all my transfers late because of the situation. Just trying to find out. Yes, because, exactly. You know, I'll speak about that much later, I believe. But uh, for me, like I said, I was going to be. Looking at leads and my second before well, my first my first leads guy was my uncle Jim, but now it's my transferring because obviously he's not a differential, it's to Dallas. I think everyone kind yeah. of shifted. I am after our game week thirty one or thirty when they had their good fixtures finished and he really did good. <laughs> he obviously got that double against Man City. He has kept double against Man City. Nobody saw that from. Yep. Yep, and I kept another clean sheet to add. So it's someone that I mean, like. There's no, I'm not. There's no shame. I'm coming with my head down back. I'm like, sorry, so that has come back into my team, and that's someone. And he's still in his more advanced role. Like I already mentioned, Leeds fixtures. Uh he's. I mean, it's five point two. He's not the cheapest, but I mean, who's cheap these days? Yeah. Uh no, so Dallas the fixtures. His attacking potential is just too massive. Like. He has gotten 10 attacking returns, not to add to the clean sheet. He has, doesn't have to do anything for the clean sheet. Today. And these guys are there working hard for him. So, and it looks like leads, where leads are going, clean sheets are will probably be rolling in, added with the, you know, attacking returns that he can probably provide. That's really, I think that's someone that he'll be a staple going to the end of the season with their fixtures uh, coming. Definitely, that's my one. So, uh, my second one, I'm just going to run through both of them together. Uh if you know me personally, okay. I was talking about FPL, you know I hate this guy. But sometimes, you know, you have to look at the stats, you have to look at everything. And it's Wilfred's <laughs> I do not like yeah, Wilfred's yeah, yeah. for nothing because he has burned me so many uh... times. But I'm considering him now because of... I'm going to say because of Diego Jota, basically, I'm considering him because I need to... I will probably want to do that. But the uh, mm. house pictures are very, very good. They're... Not, they don't probably have a double game. They definitely have a double game coming within 35 or 36. Yeah. Uh, he plays City this week, but he's someone you can easily put in your team and bench him. Then he has Sheffield and Southampton and Aston Villa. Sheffield and Southampton could easily be joined together as a double game week. And that's, that's not better. I don't think there's any better combo for an attacking player that is a differential as well, like with Zaha. He's almost the only attacking outlet for Crystal Palace the way they play. And he has, like I said, the double, definite double game week. So that was someone I'm really considering right now, the way my things things are going in my team. So Stuart Dallas and Rufus Zaha are two guys that I'm really looking at. So Dallas more nailed on than Zaha. But Zaha, I just think like, if 
something happens and they announce the double game week and it happens to be Sheffield and Southampton, then that will increase his potential with me getting into my team. But uh, definitely, Wilfred Zaha is looking good and he's the only attacking outlet. Crystal Palace are on the beach like almost all the time, but yeah. yeah. Uh, someone I really look at, basically. Okay. Okay, my transfers in would be one, I, I was... I was Honestly, already going six to a Dallas. So, oh yeah, whole community. Yeah, so yeah, so I'll still, I'll still just echo whatever you've just, all the things you just said about Stuart Dallas, and say that um, Leeds are looking like a team that wants to finish the season strong, and the fact that he's, like you said, playing even more advanced now gets the potential for the clean sheet and all obviously attacking returns as well. Bonuses. Um he has proved has proven himself in the past against tough teams and against uh I don't know mediocre teams as well. It's something that everyone should obviously pay attention to, like you've already said. Then my second transfer in is Alexander Lacazette. Because he didn't look bad before he picked up that minor injury, and I hear that he's back fit and he's going to play in yeah, Europe or back yeah. fit, back fit for Europe as well. And if even if he does, it is even a good thing because he gets more time to rest and more likely to feature in the Premier League game of the weekend. Alexander Lacazette for me, best um, attacking outlet for Arsenal right now, playing way better than. Uh, his his mate <laughs> his mate that will remain unnamed um, and Arsenal's fixtures are decent they play <laughs> Newcastle Newcastle yeah the weekend. Newcastle's kind and of safe now so yeah yeah they're kind of safe so it's it's very possible that they'll be more open at the back and want to experiment more and Arsenal can just take advantage of that and rip them apart through, you guessed it, Alexander Lacazette. So, also, yeah, again, yes, yeah. exactly. Because of potential the potential game. gimmick, yeah, for us to say it, it's not it's not for sure, obviously. But the thing is, Leicester and Southampton are playing. Uh, no, sorry, Leicester and Chelsea are playing the FA Cup final, and Arsenal. Supposed to play Chelsea, but they might move that game because of the FA final and they might push it on to another week, which will obviously become a double game week. But it all depends yeah. on how we arrange the fixtures, so that's why it's still a potential double game week. Just for us to say that we're not just thinking that Arsenal is going to get a double game week from the heavens, but yeah, because of the FA Cup final, yeah, yeah so no, no, no. I just have to say that. Okay, uh, the offloaders. So- Yes, who are you looking to offload? Yeah, they think they can just be on my team for a free ride. Freeloaders. Yep, those guys, I'm offloading them, the freeloaders. I'm kicking them out, shipping them out, every other thing. Uh, is I mean, not I've not done it, obviously, but I'm thinking of it. It's Diogo Jota. We have already said he's wasted all his wasted chances, but that's not the reason. Uh, for me, it's like Cobb likes Firmino and he has returned everyone besides Firmino. And he, if Firmino is playing, it means Jogajata's minutes might be managed and he's not a short starter with yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. 
those two things are not this thing. And obviously, we're targeting the Liverpool fixtures and having what to fight for. But I feel like after the results of this week, there's some something has died in their chase for top four. Yeah, <laughs> are <you> uh, sure. <laughs> there's some. I feel sure? like I feel like yeah, something has died. Uh, and he has he has options. Obviously, Jota can this thing. And I think even when Jota starts, he's not a 90 minute player. And like yes, like that's the main problem. Yeah, but just still he's not only sixty minute player. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Now from like last week, so he's someone I'm considering, mm-hmm. and obviously him and Zaha, like they're going to do a loose switcheroo. So they're still mm-hmm. obviously I'm still looking at him, uh, but he will. He's in my team. Did someone and uh, the next person uh, I'm going to talk about is Cedric. He's not in my team, but he was someone that was in all my drafts till the last minute where I was just looking for someone that was sure. But I didn't think yeah. it was going. To it's bad. I was just thinking, okay, I need a sharp person from Arsenal. It was Leno, which turns out to be a bad decision on my part. But <laughs> still, yeah. uh, Cedric, for me, is like, okay, 4.6 is too much. Ateta does not trust him at left back. He trusts Jaka. That's showing how bad it is. He trusts yeah, Jaka. Even the Jaka bad. getting done, done left, right, and center, still, he still wouldn't play Cedric. Still so, Yes, uh, Cedric is just wasting space. I think like there are other options at that price that you can look at and maybe switch exactly. to like a holding, which is cheaper. And he's just wasting space in your team at this point because Ateta is not going to play him. And Chen is back in contention as we hear, so that's even worse. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Cedric is someone I would. He's going to I be would, buried. Uh, had him. Yep, he was a differential guard. Yeah, buried in the team as and uh, he was massive. He had massive upside of his ownership and but I think I just didn't trust him and he was the only one that could play left back but apparently Xhaka did can do it better in Ateta's thoughts so if you have a, a surgical owner I think I'll be looking at shipping him out if you have or if you don't have any other concerns in your team and stuff but yeah Cedric is someone I'll be looking to get out and Jota is someone I'm considering as well yeah and I'm going to add that if you have if you still have Alonso in your team, there's no point. <laughs> please move on, move on. It's time to just get rid, yeah. get rid of Alonso. That's too much money. If you have yeah. James, James as well. Get rid of James. But I just I noticed that he. I also noticed he played in Champions League. Started in Champions League. Played almost the whole game in Champions League. So the likelihood of James starting is it, you I don't know think how he it goes. Actually. Oh, he didn't start in Champions League. Yeah, so I mean, still, I mean, I echo what you're saying about James because of the this thing. But yeah. at, uh, I think at started. Alonso is a no brainer. No, Alonso is a no brainer, definitely. Get get read. Okay. I mean, there's a case that get people read. might say, okay, uh, since she was the main starter, he'll be playing the Champions. Now, nah, not all that, man. You don't want to be no. playing five point seven when Castellani is five point seven. You don't want to be doing no, that. No, 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 no. Uh, and James too. I think I'll keep James for this Fulham game. If I for me personally, just, yeah, just, just yeah, because he didn't start yeah. in the Champions League, but after that, I'll be looking at getting get to be to, I'll also definitely. If you can, listen to this right now, I think you can switch to Timothy Castanier without any money immediately, immediately, rush without. and do that. So, yeah, that, that, that. because Alonso is done in the streets, he's done, yeah. So, I mean, is that is anyone else or that those are the this thing? Yeah, those are these are my guys. These are my my transfers. Potential out. transfers out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, bonus points. Moving on to bonus points. Uh, my bonus points would be: don't be too quick to get rid of the tested and trusted. 
Yes, in this case, I'm talking about Bruno because the, the there's a big hurrah about getting rid of Bruno from teams, and I'm hearing a lot of people saying he's done, he's this, he's that, but has been so good for so long that I cannot bring myself yeah, oh, to getting rid of him, and I cannot, I cannot for the life of me think about how I would live with myself if I get rid and he hauls. Yep. And he goes on one of his crazy, <laughs> yes, effective ownership. EU is going to come and haunt me in my sleep and I cannot have it. So Bruno, is because of Bruno I said this, don't <laughs> be too quick to get rid of the tested and trusted. That's my bonus points. Number one bonus points of the week. Don't know if you're going to take it from there. I, I probably will because I have two that I want to lay down. Okay. Uh, but All before right. even that, I'm going to echo this one more time. Bruno is another person that's among the potential double game week candidates. Uh, so that's I don't think that's because uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's Bruno Fernandez, and it's not like he's still playing well. He's still taking shots, and it's yes. just not. Yes. So for me, I, I yeah, that's not we're talking about Bruno, but the bonus point was basically the tested and the trusted, not just yes. Bruno. And yeah, so for the next, uh, my next chance of this thing, obviously we're going, we're looking towards game week 34, I believe, yeah? That means we have yes. five game five game weeks left. And my calculations are right. If you haven't made any transfer, you have five transfers left. So my bonus point is make your transfers count. Maximize your transfers. Maximize the hell out of them. Like, don't make any transfers for the hell of it, yeah? No. I think for don't me, what I'm saying is anyone that you're bringing in now should come into your, it has to be someone that's coming to your first eleven. Unless you have a luxury transfer where you're trying to move money, then I'll be like, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. But right now, any transfer you're going to, like a captain, someone that's coming to you, you're going to captain or someone that is coming into your first 11. So maximize your transfers. You have five of them to the end of the season. Make them count. Uh, yes. Number three for the whole bonus points, yeah, will be, I mean, my number two, but the bonus, number three bonus points for the day will be. Captain penalty takers, because obviously we have seen it. The game has gone soft. Look at the penalty Arsenal would have gotten if Pepe was not, I don't know, his, I guess, his, the tint of his was not yellow, was not offside. Look at the penalty mm. that people are getting. Games have gone soft. So penalty potentials are skyrocketing. And I, wouldn't, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to captain anyone that's not on penalties because there's like three, three points you're getting because people can just basically, any contact in the box right now, it's looking like a penalty, and PGMOL has not come out to say, okay, you know what we're going to. So it's going to, going to, probably going to stay, and people are going to keep doing their simulations or just getting falling down after every single touch. So I think captain penalty takers make your transfers count and don't get rid of the tested and trusted, like Young said. So those are the three bonus complete, points. Yes, complete bonus points. Uh, okay, so I mean, the most important part of the game is. Your captain picks, so uh, captain picks. What what are we saying? Ah, uh, um, for this week, I think it's a bit of a no-brainer. Harry Kane, human son, playing against Sheffield already relegated Sheffield. If I may add, so okay. um, Kane still healing from the um loss against Man City in the League Cup final. Still has a point to prove. <laughs> Or golden boots wise, still uh, trying to prove to his teammates that there's more to this than whatever they are bringing to the table. <laughs> Apart from human son, I don't think they're helping 
Hurricane a lot in spurs and I feel like uh, for all that and more, he will be on smoke against Sheffield. So, Harry Kane. And if you want to do any alternative thing, then you can go with Human Son. But against Sheffield, Harry Kane for me. Yeah, I'm just going to press down on what you just said and just continue. Yeah, yeah. Kane or Son. But going back my last bonus point, I would just say Kane because he's the penalty taker in the team, obviously. Yes, so, yeah, exactly. that, you're looking at... Look at it like easy. You're looking at the best striker in the league playing against the worst defense or the worst team. Yeah, Chef might not worst be the worst defense, stats wise, but they're the worst team. So yeah, as you know, team, yeah. now. and I think Kane is just looking to take it out on someone. And I feel like we should be in for something special. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I don't exactly. think Kane takes instructions from uh, Mason Ryan Mason. So no, Kane that's should... his mate. I, I feel like <laughs> yeah. they play golf together yeah. or something. So Kane would be like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's going to like, you know, I'm going to score as many goals as I can. I don't really care about this. Uh-huh. I don't really care. This 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 team is yeah. dead and I'm on my way out. Is what yep. that's <laughs> is what, what the rumors are saying. Yeah, exactly. But if you like you're going to look for a differential, I would even go to Son because I feel like if you have here yeah, in this sport maybe if you have if Oh you no, I didn't even say a differential. When I said oh. Son, I meant alternative. Alternative, team. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's cool. If you don't own Kane yet, yeah, then Son makes sense because Sheffield is still the worst yeah. team in the league and Son is up there as one of the best exactly. strikers. But, I mean, differential captains. I, it's sad to say yeah. that, but with the numbers this man has been putting up lately, I don't. I feel like it's, we're doing a disservice by putting him in differential caps. Or I'm doing a differential a <laughs> disservice by putting him in differential caps. Uh, but it's Casey Ennachel, senior man. Um, yeah. He's playing against Southampton. The last time Leicester came to Southampton, <clears throat> it was deadly. Yes, it was a crucifixion. Uh-huh. Nine nil. So if it's if it goes anywhere like Nine that, nils. you know that Kieran's probably going to score six <laughs> or something. No, pump is exactly. in. So I mean, if you're someone that's not in the Kane fan club like I am, so Kieran is a very good shout. Kelechi Inenacho. I don't know. I don't say the name completely, but it's like yeah. yeah. Kelechi Inenacho, senior man, is a nice shout, and that's someone. If you were, especially if you are in your league and you're trying to make ground, but I don't think Kane's yeah. someone to be pitting against. So, no. Kelechi yeah, Inenacho, he can match Kane, can, but I, I think Kane, you don't want to be yeah. behind sitting behind or yeah. squatting behind your couch. Yeah, couch Spurs Sheffield game. Yeah, so, so I mean, yes. that's that's my differential cap for for the week. Kelechi, not sure. Oh yeah, my my differential cap Kelechi as well, but also Alexander Lacazette because I already backed him to be on smoke against uh, Newcastle. So we're to go ahead and say okay for going crazy and doing anything left field and trying to. Captain someone that is not Harry Kane or Uncle Kelechi, then Alexander Lacazette or Arsenal is my other differential captain. Short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to echo that because I just have yeah. I don't I have the Arsenal thing in me. I just don't like them, and they've yeah. proven Leno and stuff. I've always tried to avoid them most times, but yeah. So I mean, it could be uh, another person that. Could happen is Bruno. Bruno, last time we everyone doubted him against a big game, he came with 10 points against Man City. Liverpool's defense, yeah. if Phillips is not back, Liverpool's 
I mean, he's not the best player, but he just brings a balance because Fabinho goes to the midfield. If they're not there, Bruno is someone that can hurt them. So that's another left field pick and see what that is. So basically, I'm predicting. Uh, oh, wait, let's go to the predictions. Do you have any predictions? What do you think is going to happen in the FPL? Oh, you're just about to predict something, so. Uh, yeah, it's. I feel like Man uh, U will end uh, Liverpool's top four run. While they'll bury okay. it once and for all, and Chelsea will get their win against Leicester and West Ham. Uh, Chelsea will get their win against Fulham. And this is not my prediction, but I'm saying it will end up being very bad for Liverpool because they won't get points. Yeah. And Leicester, Chelsea, and West Ham, all above them, will come up with something and that will push them further back in the top four race. I hear that. My prediction is just that Harry Kane is going to score a hat trick against Sheffield United. Boom! You heard it here first. So I like that's that's like the best prediction ever. I I, I hope it does mm-hmm. come true because I right now my cap is on, uh, is on Hurricane. Yeah. Is there room for one more prediction? Because I feel like this one just yeah yeah, yeah you you can you can, you can. okay. I mean we we just saw Man City. You know they they did their job in Paris, and I feel like yes. Pep, Pep knowing the history of everything, he's not going to let them rest on their laurels. So he's going to rest yes. them. And Mass is going to feel like a, you know, you know, their B team is a good team, but I feel like they will lose to Crystal Palace on Saturday, lunchtime kickoff, because lunchtime kickoff always gives us some very weird results. And I feel like Crystal Palace beats mm, Mass. I, so, I might have Zaha in my team, and I'll be hoping for that. But yeah, who knows? Uh, so yeah, that was my, my last that. prediction. I ended that Crystal Palace could beat Massey, but Massey wouldn't care less because they'll be focusing on second leg with Paris Saint Germain in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. All right. With all that being said, I guess we have come to the end of the show. Yep, Unless you episode. want to add anything else? Nah, man. I just... uh Nothing. I'm not going to say anything about my rank just yet because I feel like this is... How am I going to jinx it? But yeah. Uh, but yeah, wish me luck and green arrows. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Goodbye. Boom. Good luck. Wow.